Welcome to the Squeaky Wheel podcast, our first ever podcast between three bike aficionados. I'm Tim Hayes. You can find me on Twitter at the Super Rookie. Joined in Boston with Spencer Howe and in Minneapolis with Matt Allen. So, Spencer, what else should we tell our listeners about our podcast? Well, uh, it's the first one, so it's hard to say what exactly is going to happen, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We're going to talk about bikes. Um, I don't know. We've all got a lot of different experiences uh, racing bikes and, and riding bikes and working in different various uh, capacities. Uh, we all met as messengers, and now we all do different things in the bike industries, and uh, yeah, it should be interesting, uh, you know, just to kind of see where it goes. Anything else uh, for you, little guy, that we should tell our uh our listeners um straight off the bat no i think i think that about covers it it's just uh our shared love of the bike i guess all righty well let's get uh started so <laughs> little guy a lot went on in this last week it's sunday night the night before it's st true. patrick's day what's what was your best of the week i i was gonna say uh it was just carlos beckentor in general because I, I watched that Thursday stage of Perry Nice and it was pretty amazing watching him attack on those twisty turns at the end. But then I watched Contador today, so I it's kind of a toss up. But I think it's still going to go with Beckendorf since he won two stages, won the overall at Perry Nice, and he's still probably technically overweight, so it's perfect. So I <laughs> I have him mentioned as like my second best, you know, just because of the fact that they had him wearing the yellow jersey but with the brown shorts. So the the combination was just amazing and oh. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that. Really? That was an awful, pretty awful look. <laughs> I think... I mean I I think it should be AG2R's uh, goal for their year to not be in any leaders' jerseys because their kits work yeah, as they are. It's but... becoming a problem for them. Unfortunately, they're actually getting good. Yeah, they they didn't plan this out back, uh, you know, five, six, seven years ago. Whenever they oh. uh, came out with that color scheme. Well, I wonder, do you think that they'll ever, you know, let's say they went, they they get in the yellow jersey. Are they gonna go with the yellow shorts, or do you think they'll always keep the brown shorts and just say like, screw it? We're the I brown. think they have to, they have to keep the brown at this point. They've, well, they've, they yeah. They've committed so much to the brown that they just have to they have to stay brown no matter what, even if they get the pink jersey. You know, even if uh, Domino, whatever, the, the small guy whose bike doesn't fit him, ends up in the pink jersey at the Giro, uh, yeah. he's got to keep the brown shorts. Bra brown, and pink, brown and pink go together, all right. That's my wedding colors. And, yeah, you know, the, I remember the that. Dispenser, remember when you were at – never mind. Um, so I was there, Tim. So we have this uh, Betancourt uh, winning, and uh, so that's little guy's best. Uh, Spencer, what do you got? Best thing that happened in bike uh, this week uh, is definitely, in my opinion, the uh, North American Handmade Bike Show. Um, it just reminds us all that uh, not everything needs to be cookie cutter, and uh, and that there's a whole lot of bike culture happening, and a whole lot of people across the country and across the world doing really cool stuff with bikes and um, making beautiful stuff, and uh, you know, it's kind of like. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, bikes for the working man, you know? Like, you can you can see how they get put together, and, uh, so, you know, 
what kind of working man can can afford these bikes? I mean, come on, let's be honest. Now, see, that's the common argument. You you know, uh, not an argument, but a a statement you hear is like, "Wow, these show bikes, you know, bop bop bop, they're eight million dollars. These are show bikes. You know, these people make bikes all year long that aren't over the top. You know, they make regular bikes." And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, like, yeah, you might have to wait six months for it, but you're getting it fit to you. You're getting it custom how you want it. And, you know, at the end, it, it ends up costing, you know, two grand. And what's a, what's a brand new carbon frame cost? About two grand, you know? Like, it's not really any more expensive. It's, you know, you can get custom-built uh, carbon, aluminum, titanium, steel, whatever you want. It's all out there. And NABS is a super good example of, uh, a re- reminder of that for people, I think, and and is definitely the best thing to happen in bike this week, in my opinion. So, little guy, what did you uh, have? You heard anything cool about Nabs or anything you want to add to that? I uh, I haven't actually paid any attention this year or looked at any pictures. Um, I will say that I'm glad so many people buy custom bikes because they usually sell them a few years later because they found a different custom bike, and then I get to purchase their previous custom bike off eBay for very little money. So, um, so yeah. it benefits me because I have uh, many, yeah. many bikes built by small builders that I could have never afforded if yeah. it wasn't for the uh, the trickle down effect. The trickle down custom economy is it's yeah. vital. It's vital. It is vital, especially in titanium. <laughs> that stuff lasts forever. It's a <laughs> lifetime bike. I do want to add that the you know you start to see some amazing stuff there, and uh, they just announced just right now that the next year's edition is going to be in Louisville. Um, so maybe we can meet up there. But I think that the there's definitely a lot of cool stuff there. I saw the Moots titanium frame that they were bringing mm-hmm. to the show. And then last year's uh, award-winning bike that had the chainsaw attached to it. And it was really cool to see like how the, the work is done on the bikes. There's definitely a lot of craftsmanship there. Yeah. Uh, I like seeing all the goofy pictures, but I'm wondering if it's really becoming more and more of like the people's inner bike because inner bike has, you know, kind of the requirements you got to work at a shop or in the industry to go. Whereas North American seems to have a lot of industry there in addition to the handmade builders. I know Shimano's there, Vittoria um, looks like, you know, the, I don't know they're having booths, but it's pretty cool to see the whole industry showing up and people just geeking out on bikes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's, <laughs> Yeah, um, and that's that's part of what I think is good about it, you know, like it's inclusive and it reminds people that, uh, you know, <clears throat> this stuff, uh, it does, it just doesn't come off a shelf all the time and, and, you know, it can be a lot better that way. Yeah, well, I think that those are uh, two good ones. Now, as I mentioned earlier, Bettenker's uh, yellow with brown shorts was my second favorite for the best, but hands down the best moment in bike this week was Kittle's Bike Slam of his giant in the middle of uh, I don't even know what bike race it was all I know is that he really didn't like his giant carbon fiber bike and just I mean he had awesome arch in the back Uh, the whole thing was just a thing of beauty if I was a giant dealer I'd be really happy that my star rider on the team that my company sponsors uh, just totally destroyed a frame just totally got tons of press all week long when he didn't even win is that what you mean yeah you get a lot of press (laughs) You know, and I will, and I, will say I mean, like, who who won that stage, Tim? I I don't know. You know, yeah, you, see, maybe the bike throw wasn't so bad. It wasn't even a bike throw. That thing was. That <laughs> it was, was a, a pile slam. Driver. Okay, yeah, I, I get it. You're right. That's um, true. I do want to say though that the 
I think Meyerson was on the right track afterwards. Kind of these weird uh, posts where he's giving roses to the bike, alluding to a struggled relationship between his his bike and you know. I don't know. I, I thought it was a little over the line. At least he apologized, but man, that was just someone made a gif of it and it was awesome. I haven't seen it yet. Um well, you you will be able to. Maybe I'll put a little gif on. I will say that the other bike companies really picked up on it well. Right away Trek Factory Racing put a picture of their bike up and it said a bike you'll never want to throw away. And so they may have gotten the upper hand in the the giant uh, you know, bike competition it's mm. weird because i've seen treks in the trash but never giants <laughs> all right and, and uh so little guy what was the worst in bikes for you this week the worst in bikes for me this week was the uh team time trial to start torino because who the hell cares about team time trials it is the dumbest thing it should be banned from all bike racing um not that I even like time trials, any of it, but team time trials, just stupid. Well, it was always, they, the team time trial is what ruined Uscatel. Remember when we first started watching the tour, and it would be like terrible. Zubeldia and you know Mayo, you'd be like, oh yeah, they're totally gonna do it. And then it would get to stage 17 of the tour and six yeah. minutes down. It it and I don't understand how an Italian race would throw a team time trial when they know that's only gonna hurt Italians. I mean, there's no, there's no chance in hell that there'll be an Italian team that's going to be able to do the team time trial in any competent manner. So <laughs> I'm, I'm against them. All right. I'm well, against them. I feel like Liquid Gas slash Cannondale has pulled off a couple good ones over the years. They, but... they've, they have done all right. It's true. But that's not because... awesome. Not not regularly. Yeah. I mean, they're like they're Italian, but they've got the American bike influence. And us Americans, we love time trialing for some mm-hmm. who knows what reason. And um, it's 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 the combination of the two cultures that allows them to only lose two minutes as opposed to five or six or what was something the, uh, that was purely Italian. Wasn't there a few years ago like the Pro Tour, like the Pro Tour time team time trial championships in Denmark or something? And yeah, that's well, does that, that doesn't happen, but it got folded into the World Championships. But it's trade teams. And so yeah. It still yeah. happens. It's quick step is. Aren't they the current the winners of that currently? I assume. Do they wear a special yes. jersey when they do it? No, no, they have like a armband or like a patch or something that they iron onto their skin suits or something. What do you think of uh, team time trial, Spencer? Uh, it's a it's a thing of beauty um, that takes unbelievable amounts of precision and finesse to pull off properly oh my and God. also is are you really... reading from a, a, an advertisement hey let me finish my, my statement from my lawyers um that <laughs> wants me to read uh as i was saying it's a thing of beauty blah 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 also really doesn't have any business being in in big time bike racing because yeah it just it totally sets the sets the table for two or three strong teams to dominate everyone else and and it just takes a uh, a lot of the um, a lot of those players out of contention like you were saying uh, Mayo and, and Zubeldia back 10 years ago you know and, and plenty of guys these days like all the uh, the AG2Rs of the world they got three guys that could be maybe four guys that could be podium contenders at, at Grand Tours you know with uh, Perot and Nocentini and uh, some of those other I forget their names now but whatever well, um, I- you know and they're, they're going to get blown out of the water in, in a team time trial, and that kind of sucks. 
Yeah, I, I hear that. I think that you know they, they've got other problems besides team time trial. The only reason I, I disagree with Little Guy here is that I find the team time trial is a lot like watching NASCAR and that I'm really waiting for the crash because when yeah. they when they happen, there's so much drama that could be built up. I don't know if you remember the, you know, the postal crash during the team time trial. And then, like, that guy's totally going to get shunned on the bus forever, and it'd be awesome. So, you know, and I hate <laughs> wishing that people crash, but, you know, it's kind of a team time trial. Well, that's awesome. that's why that's why you watch those Italian teams. So... What's your uh, no. what's your worst item uh, for the week, Spencer? Uh, worst item for the week, I was I was gonna you know I was struggling with this because it was really overall a pretty decent week. Um, I I was gonna go with the weather. Um, just in general in North America here has been kind of shitty for everyone to be riding their bikes. Um, but actually, it got pretty nice here this weekend, so I did a bunch of riding, and um, maybe it sucks for a little guy there in Minneapolis, and that's about it. Um, so, yeah. so I'm gonna switch from the weather, and I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna just have to go with this podcast being the worst thing that happened to biking this week. Yeah, for obvious reasons. All right. Well, I, I may agree with you after we see the final product. Um, so, little guy, what, anything to add there? I'm just gonna let him get um, away with this. Well, I, I mean, I had an alternate. The weather was bad here. My alternate worst of the week. And best of the week was the van again because uh, it was the best when it was working and it was the worst when it wasn't working. Um, but now no, it's the no, best again. I don't think our, our our listeners are aware of the situation around the van. This is this it's, is my van. That it's complicated. I own that, that lives at your house halfway across the yeah, country. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's, it's known for working about forty percent of the time. But it's been lately. It's been working about. Well, it's been working 100% of the time, but, like, malfunctioning 10% of that time while, yeah. while it's still working. But today it almost completely stopped working. It tried to kill itself today, Spencer. It tried to commit suicide, but I saved it. What, what I talked happened? it down. It, it decided to uh, spit all its coolant onto the highway. Mm. Um, yeah, that's not good. Not a good idea. You know, if you break it, you buy it, little guy. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, I, I worry about that. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not worth that much. So. But uh, yeah, it's true. But um, but it's fixed now. It's uh, it's uh, it's back. You can so, you can trade me one of your custom hand built bikes that was made for somebody else. Uh, yeah, for, I can trade you one of those. That's about the <laughs> the worth of a Vanagon. So so yeah. you know that was that was my alternate best worst. All right. Well, that's that's a good uh, one hmm. for the Vanagon. But I you know and I I'll wrap it up that I had a couple. You know, one of my worst was definitely the North American Handmade Bicycle Show Instagram photos from everybody, wishing made me wish I was there, because, you know, a yeah. lot of really cool stuff. But by far the worst was the true unveiling of the POC TT helmet at all of these races. Um, oh, Ren Andreatico. Now, I am a fan of the POC regular road helmet. I think it looks good with the Garmin guys, but now we got Garmin, you know, America's team, and they're wearing, you know, a mushroom on their head. That and I remember a few years ago, a few years ago it showed up with uh, what was Spencer's uh, crush in, in for the team Sweden at the World Championships, um, yes, wearing yes. it in the time trial, and everyone laughed. But now when you see it in, per I mean, this thing is pretty hideous. I have to, I have to completely disagree and say, if everybody wore those, I would enjoy watching time trials more. <laughs> it is the best helmet. They, they look like a cross between uh, uh. 
I mean, they they look like something out of like Mario Two, you know. I mean, they look they look like they they're just gonna get shot out of that cannon's mouth. It's uh, it's great. What what do you think of those helmets, Spencer? They uh, you know, the original Pac ones and the in the Pac orange kind of reminded me of Goldfish Crackers, which was kind of awesome. Um, in the uh, in the Garmin blue, they they don't have that same appeal. Um, I don't know. They're I mean, they're a time trial helmet. I mean, it's kind of ironic to me that people are like, oh, that time trial helmet's ugly, because I'm like, what time <laughs> trial helmet are you thinking of that's not ugly then? Because, uh, exactly. I mean, seriously. That AG2R one is pretty awesome. The, the Koi, it looks like the uh, the Casco just round helmet. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's really your best option if you're time trialing, is the completely round egghead thing that all the track dudes use. Um, I think your best option is the one that is the most entertaining because you're making all these fans bored watching you time trial. <laughs> they should at least have something goofy to look at where they can debate the aerodynamic benefits slash hilarity of what you're wearing. True. It's it's that uh, that Koi helmet that the AG2R wears, that KOI, that, or is it EKOI? I don't know. EKOI. Yeah. That um, looks goofy. I, I, I hear what you're saying, little guy, but, you know, it's only a matter of time before someone puts Mario music to uh, Garmin going down the uh, the ramp all together with those uh, hideous That'll great. helmets. Do you think they could pull off a, uh, a Cipollini-style special skin suits for a team time trial where they were, you know, Mario and Luigi outfits? That would be amazing. That would be so <laughs> beautiful. I mean, that's, that'd be a little Shades of Castorama with the overalls on the yes. outside as they look. I mean, that would blow my mind, I to say all right so now we got to go on to what i think is going to be our uh, our fan favorite one good question this is where every week we rotate who gets to ask the question and we have to come up with an answer and little guy you get to go first or no we'll have spencer go first here <clears throat> the question i came up with is that we've always talked about bike racing and we've started teams together and we've always had this like imaginary list where we would could get millions of dollars from different you know sponsors and then put together a pro tour team or my dream of just getting a boat and going up and down the Mississippi River and just dominating on the, the team barge. So the question is, if you could have one company... Is that, is that really a dream of yours, to dominate up and down the Mississippi River with I mean, a team? Oh, dude, we could, we, there's, a, there's quite a few races in Is there a lot of prize money involved? In, there's like, a lot. In that racing area? Like, what? All right. I mean, I don't want to snuff out your dreams, but I'm just saying, you yeah. know... I hear you. Well, I think... Can, hey, on, on a tangent to that, if I had a million dollars, could I throw a crit on an aircraft carrier? Is it big enough? I don't think it is. It's not big enough, no. Damn. Okay, back to the drawing board. Go on, well, what's, what's the question of the week? So this the is question, our bread and butter here, this podcast. The question of the week, if you could have one company that could give you unlimited budget so that you could be both, you know, a regional team... Or if you could be a pro tour team, guaranteed entry to the Tour de France, but you had to wear that company as your identity, what company would you want to run that budget? Like, who who would you seek out? And Spencer, who 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 would? How would you answer that question? Un unlimited budget, one company, as my main sponsor. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm not messing around with uh, regional teams or anything. I'm going straight to the top because I want to be I want to be in the tour. I want to. I don't care if I win or not. I just want to be there. I'm showing off for this sponsor. <clears throat> and so I'm thinking the best way to get a bunch of publicity is by having amazing kits and by having, you know, 
some of the peripherals like uh, uh, amazing team cars, follow cars, stuff like stuff that's going to get, you know, photographed and people excited. So with that uh, line of, of thinking, I'm going to go with Oscar Mayer. Oh, <laughs> what's your team bus? <laughs> because imagine the team bus for one, the Wienermobile. Yeah. Yep. Imagine the team cars, mini Wienermobiles. Yeah. And the kits, you know, a little brown on the sides, a little, little pink stripe in the middle. <laughs> Wait, will, will they have yellow and then just say Oscar Mayer around the... Pink, pink helmets, you know, complete mm. the wiener look. That it's, is disgusting. It's, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be unbelievable. And, you know, we would, I think we'd get them a lot of viral action uh, for their media hits or whatever. I don't know what people want that sponsor cycling teams because a lot of sponsors just don't seem to make sense. I don't understand it. Uh, that is but that's my choice, Oscar uh, Mayer. I like it, right. and, and, and then I'll let little guy uh, follow up. But I, I like it because you know instantly you could have the Wiener Mobile in the in the as the team bus, so everyone yeah. would know it showed up. Yeah, because imagine imagine when the Wiener Mobile gets stuck under the finishing arch at stage one of the tour. <laughs> But how is the mechanic gonna? Where Imagine the the... is the mechanic gonna hang out of to adjust the rear brake? Well, no, but little guy, Dude, that's the mini... team bus. He's got the mini wieners. Oh, oh, oh. But that's the Don't problem. Smaller, no, smaller... Imagine, imagine all the jokes around the finishing arch and the wiener. Mm. It's endless. It's endless. Well, it's a media I... bonanza. Well, so here's so here's the follow-up though. Could the mini wiener cars that are in the caravan even be allowed, or would they be too high and they'd always have to be at the back of the caravan? Well, you know, they wouldn't be. I mean, they can be like Skodas, you know, like whatever. But they got to be painted like wieners, so yeah. they can be regular cars. That's fine. I think this I'm is just good. saying. Well, there's a lot of likes here. I don't know if it reaches the target market of, you know, processed lunch meat um, crowd. But then again, <laughs> Agritubal oh. is, you know, yeah. they make uh, industrial tubing for farms. But I yeah. think that the I'm thinking. I'm thinking the Europeans in general don't eat enough processed, shitty meats. You know, well, that's true. And you know, the Jelly Belly team hangs out little bags of jelly beans. Yes. So you guys could be hand throwing out just bologna, just mm -hmm. just vacuum sealed bologna. Slices yeah. of bologna. Or lunch. These, these folks have been standing on the Alpe d'Huez for weeks. Like they're drunk. They need something in their bellies. They don't care what it is. Oscar Myers there comes by. Yeah. Yeah. All right, little guy. Um, what do you What do you think of this little guy? And then tell us how you'd answer this question. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I, I think they'd be better off getting sponsored by like Sport Bananas or something, a company with more market, more market in the cycling industry, so they can just have a big banana boat, following them at races. But um, I would, I would also go with the transportation theme in a way that I would. I would want, and I just, I don't care, they can just sponsor me, me or one other guy, but if I could get sponsored by Go Westy and just get the use of like a, a, a nice synchro with, with uh, you know, the pop top and uh, just wear some sweet Go Westy kits, drive around and uh, off-road it all across races, like right into the middle of the field and show everybody how cool the synchro is. So is the and, Westy, um, is that like a Westphalia? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so so you're taking it back to the 80s here with the well what, I want to I want to get sponsored by Go Westy so that they can give me now a refurbished So you can fix synchro. my van. <laughs> they can well no I don't even want your van. I want a, I oh. want a synchro with the pop top 
And then I, I'm just thinking that I, I'll wear a Go Westy kit, and everywhere Ooh. I go, everyone will say, "What's a West? What the hell are you?" And I'll explain to them how cool vans are. And so then I mean, that's, that's kind chaotic. of what you do. That's kind of what you do already. Like people no, are kind of like, like now. "What the hell are you doing?" Now, are now, you? see if I if I was with Go Westy, I drive somewhere in a van that's working in every way because they've made it awesome because they make awesome vans again, and. Yeah. Now what I do is I drive somewhere and someone says, why were you on the side of the road back there? And I say, oh, just a small coolant leak. It happens all the time. <laughs> this would be completely happen. different. This would, like this would be, you know, talking about the quality of the product as opposed to the, uh, and, you know, the intricacies again, of uh, maintenance. For those not familiar with the van, the, the Synchro is the four-wheel drive kind of super yeah. badass ATM version of, of a regular van exactly. again, which is already pretty badass yeah well, yeah yeah so okay. all right little, little guy you're not even going to pro tour level you're like i just no, want to just... show up at regional crit in the west yeah Australia. Right. yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you're gonna show up all the guys who spent 60 grand on a sprinter and you're gonna show oh, yeah. up with a with a vanigan from 1986 yeah and it's gonna be way more badass and versatile of yeah of course okay that's and, it so yeah i, mean, I, I like that at the basic owner. level, their engines are in the wrong place. So, I mean, already that's, won that battle. That's true. So. All right. So, I will take my uh, the finish here with the with the last answer. I my unlimited budget team. I've always wanted to have a team sponsored by the Pearson Nut Roll Company. Like the, you know, when you go into the convenience store and you get the Nut Roll candy bar. Very mm. And bar. I think a Pearson Nut Roll jersey, much like the Oscar Mayer Wiener, could just. Uh, Really take over the Peloton because there's a couple of positives here. It brings back mm -hmm. the red kit that Seiko just wore beautifully. Um, you could just have a nut roll, like kind of an unwrap. You know how like Garmin used to have the Chipotle burrito sticking out of the rear pocket? Yeah. You could just have a nut roll coming out of the rear pocket. That would be pretty cool. Um, I think the nut roll could take over Europe. I mean, once you bite into that uh, candy bar, it's a un. <laughs> It's an amazing experience. Now, I don't know if everybody has the ability to buy a Pearson's nut roll. They're not down here in uh, Florida, so if someone wants yeah. to uh, send one, they can. But the Pearson's nut roll is a uh, place to be. Are you going to include a, an address, a mailing address in the link? Yeah, we are uh, willing to take Pearson nut roll donations um, to help this podcast uh, along, for sure. I mean, it's crunchy, it's salty, it's sweet and chewy, it's covered in nuts, and it's got a surprise inside. That is from the Pearson's Candy um, website. Oh, it, nice. it is amazing, and you know it's legendary. So I think that that I think that there's three good teams that could be, or two pro tour so, teams and one so, regional team that could be pretty well here. Oh, so yeah. you're going pro tour level? Oh hell yeah! Like come on, they've got a crown on their logo. My first, my I, first I mean, uh, Pizzato gonna... would be my first signing. Pizzato. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. He seems like a nut. You're gonna waste all your money right off the bat. I mean, that just oh, seems... but only God can judge him. Maybe he'll get the tattoo of the Pearsons on, you know, with his back. It'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, sounds, you know, I, sounds pretty good. I'd cheer for this team. I mean, I'd have to. They're they're local, you know, local pride. Oh, <laughs> it is I mean, a Minnesota company, yeah. Well, and it's an amazing, like, also cyclist mid-ride snack because it's got all it's that true. high quality protein. Mm -hmm. To get you through, mm -hmm. it's a little salty. Um, yep. I just, yeah, it's it's too good. 
Uh, yeah. I don't know if they have that makes rolls here in New England. I, I haven't looked. All right. Well, if, if you can look, take some pictures. Salted nut rolls um, would be good. All right, What's guys. What's the other thing they make, Timmy? What's that? They also make bitter honeys. Ah, there you uh, go. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious yeah. as well. The Pearson Candy Factory, headquartered in St. Paul. I think that, you know, I'm going to write up a uh, team proposal. Um, you little should. guy, you can uh, be the mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> really? All right. <laughs> Well, we won't, we won't want to be able to afford any, like, electronic shifting, so, you know. <laughs> Good. Thank God. I don't so, want any of that crap near me. Alrighty, guys. Uh, I think that that's pretty much going to wrap up the first ever edition of the Squeaky Wheel. I'd like to thank everybody that's made it through this far. Um, yes, thank you. And uh, we're going to do yeah, it again yeah. uh, next week. Uh, little guy, you're going to have to come up with a question for next week. Ooh, all right. I'll um, I'll get cracking. I'll start Googling. <laughs> Is that, was that a Pearson's nuts. nut roll joke? All right. No, it wasn't. All right, gentlemen, I will uh, talk to you both later, and uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thank you.